photography from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. A wilderness of over a million acres, the Boundary Waters is one of the largest in the lower 48. Today on the Artbeat, we talk with Brandon Harris about his film, This Wild Land. This Wild Land explores the history and people of the Boundary Waters and how it came to be designated as Minnesota's largest wilderness. And uh, so it started, you know, I first got to the Boundary Waters when I went up with my uncle when I was younger, and that's kind of what inspired us to make the film was we wanted to make sure that the next generation of um, adults were able to take their kids in there. So we just wanted to make a film, um, you know, that just uh, did its, our small little part just to bring any more awareness that we could. Awesome. What's your individual uh, most special experience that you've had in the Boundary Waters? Um, you know, probably just our first shoot that we did. We paddled um, in with a guide, and um, it was just a... Uh, we spent two days in there with him and his dog, and uh, we just had an absolutely great time. We got some amazing footage, and um, we had a really good crew, so it was a really fun time. Nice, nice. Uh, what place in the Boundary Waters is most special to you? Um, you know, it's just outside of it, but I think Listening Point uh, is probably my the most special place to me, um, which is Sigurd Olsen's kind of uh, cabin retreat. So it's there on Burnside Lake, um, which is, you know, a stone's throw from the Boundary Waters. Nice, nice. Uh, what's your individual favorite lake of the Boundary Waters? Um, ooh, that is hard. I think it's actually, um, it's a river. It's the Little Isabella. It is probably the uh, the most difficult um, paddle in that I've ever had um, into the Boundary Waters. It was raining all day. We had to do multiple portages because of beaver dams, and it just kicked our butts. But then once we got in there, it actually made the, uh, the trip even more worth it. So. Yeah. Oh, man, the portages, there's something special about that, that sort of suffer fest, but then, you know, provides so much meaning and it makes it mean that much more. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. So, so why do we need wilderness now? You know, I think in this day and age when we're all connected to our phones, our tablets, our computers, um, it's just so important for us to be able to step away and put that stuff down and get to places where there is no cell service. So you don't even have the temptation and you're forced to read books and, you know, interact with people again. Yeah. Um, you know, for an entire an entire day. And I think it's also important that you have to do the bare necessities. You have to find wood. You have to feed yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it rains, you got to figure out how to dry clothes. So I think it's just, it's really important for us all to get back to, to our roots and get back into wilderness. So uh, tell us a little bit about Sigurd Olsen and uh, the prominence of him to the Boundary Waters and then maybe what what you think that he would say if he was here today. You know, I think he's kind of like the the John Muir of the Midwest. You know, he he gave his life to protecting the Boundary Waters, and you know what he did over the course of a 50-year career, from the books that he wrote to the the laws that he got passed. I mean, um, he was the one that got it in 1978, finally protected um, with the U.S. government, and I think that he just plays such a significant role in um, in the fact that it's still a pristine area today. And I think you know, I think if he was here today, it would be a very similar message. Um, which is, you know, we need those places that we can go and listen, and then it, it, and it's quiet, and um, you can sit there and just hear the sounds of nature. And I think, you know, he would reiterate that we need the next generation to be uh, to catch that same bug with the boundary waters and just be enthusiastic about it and want to carry it, the torch um, in the future of saving it. So, yeah, oh man, some of the footage that you had in the film, wow, so cool, so eye opening, <laughs> man. Yeah, oh man, that was incredible to to hear him speak and like for it to even, you know, hold such relevance today and it to be, you know, such a timeless message was so special. 100%. 100%. 
so how can we get involved and how can we help protect the Boundary Waters? You know, you can just go to uh, Save the Boundary Waters, which is a great organization up in Ely. Um, there's Friends of the Boundary Waters down here in the cities. Um, and those are two that are, you know, they're doing their work and their due diligence for the fight uh, to protect it from the mining. And then, you know, I think just um, reading Sigurd Olson's books or if you're up in Ely going to the writing shack or going to Listening Point and just uh, really experiencing his life. And um, I think that connection will inevitably make people um, want to save it even more. Yeah, awesome. So uh, bringing it up to kind of the current day here, how was your experience at Frozen River Film? It was spectacular. I had, we had such a great time. I mean, uh, it was a big crowd. Um, our film was accompanied by a bunch of other beautiful films. And, um, you know, the t-shirts were awesome. The hats were awesome. The logos, everything. It just, it was, it was just so refreshing to have a documentary only film festival in Minnesota and to have it be on Winona's beautiful campus and right down by the river. I think it it just, um, it, it really made for a truly beautiful place to premiere our film. Awesome. Uh, and if, if the people missed it at Frozen River Film, where can they find your film now? Um, they can head to our website, which right now it's uh, thiswildlanddoc.com, and um, just um, and then go to our Instagram, um, which is uh, thiswildland, and we will post any time that we have a screening, and then eventually this spring it will be up on the Internet for people to stream on free will. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, what projects are coming up next for you? Um, right now I'm just back to just being a cinematographer in town and I work for, um, I work on television shows for History Channel and Travel Channel and um, I'm just kind of excited to, uh, to get back to that grind. Nice. Nice. Wow. Awesome. So great talking with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Awesome. A huge thank you to Brendan for joining us today. Visit thiswildlanddoc.com for more information on the film and upcoming screenings. For more Frozen River and local art content, tune into the Art Beat at 12.30 on Tuesdays on KQAL 89.5 or kqal.org and on the app. The Art Beat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.